Let me just get this straight. You're saying that we should organise our societies along the lines of the lobsters. And the lobsters. So Lobster crew. Lobsters. Tell us about the lobster. <laughs> well, that's quite a segue. You're saying that we should organise our societies along the lines of the lobsters. Lobsters? How are we, lobster crew? It's 10 o'clock on Tuesday morning. Feeling funky and fresh and ready to attack the day. Like a hungry lover attacking a young lad's unit. All snarling. Too much teeth. Getting slobber everywhere. This sultry little number is called Trade Winds. It's by Mohican Sun. Tell us about the lobster. <laughs> well, that's quite a segue. It damn right is a segue. Ladies and gentlemen, it is four minutes past ten on the 30th of October, 2018. The Chinese year of the dinger. And this, this right here, this hot mess of a radio show, this social construct of utter lunacy, this turgid <laughs> hellhole of a live stream, this powerful golden lobster. Look, please, will someone just... Tell us about the lobster. I'll do it right now. It's called... Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy and that's funny and it's 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 kind of cool and it's interesting and it's edgy and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you and if you don't play that out, you actually fail. 
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Coffee and Memes on this fine, fine grey Tuesday. It's grey in London, but the sun is always shining in my little lobster heart. There's some wildness in the world today, some utter, utter wildness. There's some fine, fucking fine records. I've got the other track that's on that signal uh, single. It's called Torment. Baseline Smith remix of Dreadlock off that new Breakbeat Chaos album. I was expecting more new stuff on there. It's just all the classics. I mean, not all the classics, some of the classics. Where is it? Another Planet, Duppy Man, Gold Dust, Living Daylights, Guns at Dawn, Tear You Down, New Wave. Is that the new new one, maybe, by the Brooks Brothers? Act Like You Know by Neuro, blah, 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 blah. That honky, the honky one uh, with fantasy. That it's like, that's a funny one. It's like, the whole intro is just like, oh, it's breakbeat chaos magic. It's all the space. Yeah, it is. All right, okay, okay. Sorry, all right, I got my hopes up unnecessarily. You got Adam F and Sigma remix of Shut Off the Lights. Is that a new one, maybe? I don't know. Well, we can get into them, you know. It's, uh, it's our show. It's not my show anymore. This show belongs to the... Lobsters. I think it's a kind of... Yeah, it's... Uh, it's post-capitalist luxury communism, and it's here to stay, quite honestly. I mean, I'll keep doing this even after the apocalypse, even after they, the wolves tear the flesh off my human body in spirit. Uh, I will still be here, still looking at memes, still drinking coffee, still playing the finest drum and bass on the flat earth. Why? Because it's the only thing I know how to do, quite frankly. Right, let's get fucking straight into it. I'm going to play this Dreadlock uh, remix. This is, if I was to imagine, in my mind tank, like in my brain box, you know, like the bit behind the eyes. I imagine that's sort of where the mind, not the brain, well, the brain is there, but the mind, the consciousness, the being, the self, the sense of self. Where is it? Is it just behind the eyes? Are we merely a passenger in these lobster shells? If I was to imagine a remix of uh, Dreadlock by Future Prophecies, um, remixed by Drum Sound and Bassline Smith, this is exactly what I would imagine it to be like. Uh, but I would not want it any other way. This is like, uh, can you take it? Just make it, make it a bit more, um, a bit more tear out. Just a little bit more. Just give it a bit more like oomph. Just, just put a bit more in it. I think that's probably that was the spec. I presume so. I will say though. The Lillian sub remix is better. That's all I'm saying. I know it's not a competition, <clears throat> but truth is the truth. Reese in the ta- in the chat saying, "I'm so glad I'm not creepy enough to be banging sex robots." Do you think? I don't think like people were born that creepy. I think it's something you develop over time. You know, it takes work and effort. You know, it's uh, I, you don't wake up one morning and just go, "I'm gonna fuck a sex robot." You know, it's something that really just sort of seeps in slowly, insidiously. 
Tom Cam bringing a uh, very good idea that he needs to patent immediately. Sex Robot News, they are introducing a BYOV scheme, which is bring your own vag. That, that genuinely makes loads of sense. You could just buy the vagina without having to buy the whole robot, because that's a lot easier to hide around the house. Then you just take it to your robot brothel. There you go. Because you could have the sort of bring your own vag that you keep. You could have it all like adjusted to your own personal preferences. You know, set all the trim just right. You know, get the interior exactly how you want it. You know, have it all. Because obviously it's going to have a lot of different settings on it. Different speeds, different, you know, that sort of thing. And you could just have it absolutely tuned up. Really, like, really perfectly. A little bit like the way you make sort of custom vehicles in computer, get, computer racing games. You know, you get a nice paint job on it, slick, it's got some cool graphics down the side. Then you just slot it in there like a peanut and give it an absolute thrashing. Probably, anyway. <laughs> Mr. Merck in the chat throwing harsh shade on this remix. <laughs> Right, yeah, that's the drum sound of Baseline Smith remix of Dreadlock by Future Prophecies. It's dividing opinion in the chat. As all... Ooh, started playing Kirill then. <laughs> got, me all, got me all in a fluffery buffery. <laughs> right, women who had sex with ghost... Why is ghost written in capital letters? <laughs> women who had sex with ghost claims she heard his deep and real voice when he proposed. This is funny, but at the same time, she's obviously ill. Um, oh... Okay, her name is Amethyst Realm. Amethyst Realm says her alternative family is not phased by her relationship and her friends are pleased she has found love. Uh, A woman who claims she joined the Mile High Club with a ghost now says she heard his voice for the first time as he proposed to her. After a nine-month relationship, it's pretty quick, uh, Amethyst Realm says her alternative lover asked her to marry him during a romantic break last weekend. <laughs> Taking a trip to the Wookiee Hole caves in Somerset. I've been there. <laughs> Why is it called the Wookiee Hole? Jesus Christ, that's the name of an overly hairy vagina. That's who you... Br- <laughs> that's when you've got all your different bring-your-own-vaginas for your sex robot... You could have different ones depending on what you're in the mood for. One would definitely be called the Wookiee Hole, and it would be ah, it'd be all over the place. It looked like a collapsed mine shaft. Oh, it's got all hair coming out of the inside. Ah, it's just sometimes when you really want to gross yourself out, like it's not gross enough shagging a sex robot. Anyway, uh, Amethyst Realm and a, a ghost boyfriend, uh, they went to the Wookiee Hole caves in Somerset. She says she finally heard his voice as he popped the question. Uh, speaking of the big proposal, Amasis from Bristol uh, told the son, there, there is no going down on one knee. He don't have knees. <laughs> but for the first time, I heard him speak. I could actually hear his voice. It was beautiful, deep, sexy and real. She was on um, this morning. Um, I gave up man to have sex with ghosts. Oh, let's get some of the audio on this. Come on, don't fail me, the mirror. Oh, I think it's been blocked. Yeah, I, I know there she is. With, the so, ghost. with a ghost? Yeah. Yes. But you can't wrap your arms around a ghost. No. So how, what, how <laughs> physically, how does, how, how does the sex bit happen? Come on, Willoughby. You, you can still feel it. Like, it felt it was kind of, oh, it's difficult to explain. Like a weight. Kind of a weight, but at the same time weightless. <laughs> and like a physical, there's the breath and stroking. And the energy as well. I think the energy was a lot to do with it. Do you feel a connection? Yeah. And does Probably. a sexual experience with a ghost end in orgasm? Um, for me, yeah. <laughs> oh, he's not getting one. I just hope so. You're a selfish lover. 
Oh my god, she has sex with ghosts. Yeah, I had sex with the ghosts. With the ghosts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You have sex. Do you, so, um, sorry, did you say that you have sex with uh, with ghosts? Yeah, I had sex with the ghosts. With the ghosts? Yeah. Right, okay, with the ghosts. Uh, Schofield is not impressed. Willa Booby wants, she wants in on some of that ghost ghost love and action. She's like, oh, yeah, I've never, never fucked a ghost, actually. That, um, and they say that, you say that you, you orgasm, but... The ghost doesn't sort of ectoplasm all over your, your face and hair. No? <laughs> Get some of that ghoulish goo. Oh, God. Anyway, they're getting married. Uh, she said yes, and she has <laughs> she has left him to decide what kind of ring she gets. Although, uh, she's hoping for an amethyst stone. Amethyst is planning a countryside wedding and says that they are... Look, I think at this point the friends and family have got to step in. Like, to organise a full wedding ceremony... Uh, with a ghost, I think. All right, look, that's enough now. Like, we need to change your medication. Uh, Amethyst is playing a countryside wedding and says that they are set on hand fasting ceremony uh, where their hands will be tied together, symbolising their connection. You can't tie your hand together to a ghost! <laughs> uh, she predicts it will be a big affair, but said that they, they haven't agreed the details yet. Um, and Amethyst said that her spirit fiancé doesn't even have a name. So, all right, okay. Uh, in fact, she says there isn't even 100% sure he is male, uh, but says the gender of the ghost doesn't matter to her. All right, fair enough. What, you know, why, why, take, why take gender into consideration when you're, you're, you're going for a, a, a different, a, you're on a different realm of consciousness at this point? You know, to, to think that a, a silly, insignificant thing like gender would matter, like, you, you, that's ridiculous yeah why maybe it's not even a human ghost maybe it could be the ghost of a dog or a horse or a ghost of a sperm that never quite made it <sighs> amethyst has claimed having sex with ghost lovers is better than with physical people yep uh she told the sun her orgasms with spirit lovers are more satisfying than with real men and that she can feel their weight and energy her family who Amethyst describes as alternative, is not faced by a relationship, and her friends have just pleased she's found love. I guess if this ghost is keeping her out of trouble, keeping her on the straight and narrow, so be it. Whatever, you know, whatever gets you through the day. I understand. Uh, Mirror Online has previously reported how Amethyst met her spirit lover in the Australian bush, and he then followed her back home to the UK. Bit creepy. Um, she claims that they joined the Mile High Club and had sex in the toilet on the plane. Okay, so you had a wank on a plane. That's all right. Okay, go hope you lock the door. Uh, on how they met, Amethyst said, when I was in Australia, when I was in Australia, taking a walk out in the bush, just suddenly it approached me. Just something you feel, you know, like an emotional, like physical presence and that, you know what I mean? I just fell in love with it, I guess. It's the one. In a previous appearance on This Morning, when asked about having a baby, she said, I hope so. <laughs> I would hope... <laughs> I would hope physical. I've been looking into phantom pregnancies. I believe a phantom pregnancy is a real pregnancy, but you have a phantom inside of you rather than a human baby. Oh, God, she's in a dream world. Uh, the reason we don't carry them full term is the people who have them don't comprehend it or think that it's possible. I hope through understanding my body I will be able to. I don't know what it will turn out like. Whether it would be a human form or spirit form, I don't know. Oh, she's freaking me out now. This article goes on for ages. Um, yeah, I th oh, sleep paralysis is probably. I mean, in the, in the full interview with her on this morning, she's saying that it comes at night and you know gets gets on top and you know they they do the business and that. It's a very simple explanation for that is sleep paralysis whereby you're sort of awake and asleep at the same time and you can feel like stuff's going on. A little hair on the microphone there. Just, just pop that to one side. Um, oh, well, I wish her the best of luck. I hope that they have a good wedding. I'd like to attend the wedding. In fact, I'd like to do a speech. Um, I'll be kind and gentle, I promise. <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, all right, look, let's play this signal bit. Uh, it's called Torment. Oh, it's hefty. I don't know whether or not I like it as much as 2ME, but... Let me know what Give you think. Torment, not torment, sorry, Signal, he's 11 years old. Uh, he'll be at school at the moment. He's probably doing history or something. Just when he, on his lunch breaks, he uh, gets out his uh, laptop with a crack copy of Ableton on it. 
Obviously, he's not old enough to buy a copy, so he's had to schnaffle one from the internet. Just makes a few bangers. get a ghost girlfriend get one as a side chick a side ghoul my real girlfriend will accuse me hey you've got you've got a side ghoul no I haven't proved it hey then I'll be off around the round the back of the Asda just feeding up her ghoul her ghoulie norks Big props to Tom Robinson, not that one, uh, who has made this incredible gif, although it's not moving on the screen, of Rob Wah, the nightmare angel of the expressway. There he is, he's on his electric micro scooter. Uh, he's got some wings, he's got a nice pair of, I think they're sort of boot cut jeans. Uh, Get onto the back of my scooter, <laughs> back of my micro scooter, girls. Don't worry, I'm a male feminist. Oh, God. Okay, and there he is, off to uh, slay the beast of reputable journalism. <laughs> Rob Wah. Anyway, uh, young people in the UK are being diagnosed with STIs every four minutes. Damn! Young people be slinging dick with no bangers on. That's uh, foolish behaviour, young people. Young people, aren't they the worst? You know these young people? Lobsters. <laughs> Uh, new data from Public Health England has revealed that 400 young adults are being diagnosed with chlamydia and gonorrhea each day in the UK. That's equivalent to one every four minutes. So far, that's five, uh, six and a bit so far in the um, uh, in this show. Two of which are me. I don't know if I'm still a young person. Um, last year, there were 144,000 diagnoses among the, those aged 15 to 24. Right, I'm not a young person. Which highlighted the importance of sex education and STI testing. Rubber up, ladies and gents. 
rubber up. Um, people in this age group account for 63% of chlamydia diagnosis, 37% of uh, gonorrhea, with gonorrhea in particular seeing a 22% increase from the previous year. Go on, gonorrhea! God, I'm hyped for it. It's out there. It's just getting it done. It's fucking putting pedal to the metal. It's like, right, come on, come on, lads, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> All those little bacteria squirming away on the end of someone's knob. Come on, right, we can do it. Yeah, we're on the rise. We're taking over the world, one rotten peen at a time. This is truly disgusting. I'm sorry for anyone listening to this in an office. This comes alongside warnings of a new strain of gonorrhea that's resilient to antibiotics. Oh, shit. Damn. That's no good. The headlines about misleading home tests that give incorrect uh, and headlines about misleading home tests that give incorrect results. That sounds like a disaster. What have we got there? Urgent warning over online STI tests that are spreading disease. Oh, that is exactly what we didn't want to happen. People are being warned not to buy fake sexual health tests which are sold online, contributing to the spread of serious disease. The UK's drug agency Watchdog, the Medicines and Healthcare Products Regulatory Agency, revealed last week that it had seized 10,000 fake STI test kits. Who the fuck makes fake STI test kits? Oh, I've got a great idea out of turn a pound, though. Why don't we make a load of, like... Jesus, because it's saying that it's testing for HIV as well. Like, this is that is evil on a on a very serious level oh yeah i know how we'll make a fucking pound note we'll get some um stuff that looks like it could be a test kit and um yeah we'll just give them out and people can like test to see whether or not they've got aids or at least think they are and then they'll just uh, go oh no i don't it's negative so i just you know don't have to use a banger <sighs> that's awful anyway back to these young people um, PHE have started a campaign in response to the findings, signing up Made in Chelsea Sam Thompson as a spokesman, who is apparently absolutely riddled. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, he's gone to schools across the country to let young people know that condoms are available for free to under-25s, and that STIs are often symptomless. 2-2 uh, get checked up. Fucking Metro. Regularly, regardless. Dr. Hamish Mohammed, consultant STI uh, scientist at Public Health England, said... Young people are more likely to be diagnosed with an STI than people aged 25 and older. STIs present a real threat to young people, and without using bangers, young people are putting themselves and their partners at risk of getting an STI. How to prevent the spread of STIs, according to the Metro. First and foremost, always use a banger. Uh, Those under 25 can find out where to get one for free here. Uh, Two, get tested regularly. That means at least yearly. Even if you only have one long-term partner, because they could be creeping. Uh, or every three months if you have sex with multiple partners. Three. Keep an eye keep an eye on your, on your bits and that. You know, if you do have unusual green discharge seeping out of every orifice, maybe you want to go and get that checked out. While some STIs show no symptoms, others will present themselves right up in your mush. All right, okay. Um, yeah, go use a banger. This is the, uh, the coffee and meme uh, health... Um, uh, health recommendations. One, you always use a banger. Two, you know, a conservative, uh, consensual, protected, missionary sex only. Nothing weird. No sex with ghosts. Um, just, you know, very, you know, really close the curtains. Really make sure the curtains are really, really closed. Uh, bedroom only sex. No weirdness on the sofa or in the kitchen. Christ. You know, you eat off those surfaces. Uh, maybe you've used uh, two bangers, but one on the on the pain, another maybe on your hands. Uh, make sure you rub yourself down in um, those sort of um, anti the antibacterial hand things, but all over. And if you can ideally do the sex without touching, all the better. Okay, uh, that was brought to you by Coffee and Lobsters. Right, oh, was, urgent warning. Oh, that's the one I've just read. Uh, fetish speed dating is coming to London. Oh, sweet fucking Jesus. Um, all right, look, I'm going to play... Uh, uh, this is... Oh, yeah, this is a great record. Take Me by Own Glow. Uh, this is on Opitali Records. This is really good. I really like this.
Probably uh, as good a time as any to shout out the VIP list. This is a list of bad motherfuckers that are supporting the show and the station on Patreon. Donating $10 a month or more to keep this crazy roller coaster ride going. If you want to get your name on this list, just go to the Patreon link. There's well as plenty on the website and one in the YouTube description. And sign up. People on the VIP list so far are Nicholas Gonclaus, Tom Ryan, Reese Mosson, Oliver Hooper, Squidgy Beats Parsons, Tony Hart, Paulie Hutton, Sierra and R, Michael Kaczynski, Matthew Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potter, Carl Murphy, Sam Howard, Tony J, Richard Patterson, Jack Murphy, Tom Cam, Stephen Harris, Matthew Bullard, Zara Picker, Jerome Van Thunderbutt, and Mike Pye. I don't know if he's related to Jonathan Pye. Anything is possible. Tom Robinson had just posted that uh, article about the uh, woman having sex with... Uh, oh, she's had sex with 15 ghosts. Hold on, this is, this is more news. This is the same ghost, ghost shagger from a different news source. It's from Corn- Cornwall Live. That sounds, that's good. She's had 15 ghost lovers. Oh, outrageous.
This is called Take Me. It's by Own Glow. It's on Hospital. It's a fine bit of gear. Lovely. I'm keen. I'm keen on it. Okay, fetish speed dating comes to London. Uh, Almara Abgar- uh, Abgarian, uh, who seems to be the Metro's masturbation correspondent, uh, reports, 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 reports. It's been a busy year for innovative dating. In March, Londoners were introduced to naked speed dating, where I myself stripped off in the name of potential love. Uh, good to get involved. Then, during summer, it was time for exercise dating, where you incorporate different workouts while bonding over your bods. And finally, speed darting, which is essentially throwing darts with a group of single people. But this year isn't over, and Rob Ryle, founder of Dating a Dash, has another trick up his sleeve, namely fetish speed dating. The concept isn't entirely new, as there are already similar date nights out there, such as Club Rub, and the odd event organised by users of Fet life. Um, but this version is a lighter, introductory event for newbies and people who are curious about the fetish scene, uh, but don't necessarily want to have a gag ball inserted into their mouth and God knows what inserted into their anus, um, but might feel intimidated by some more established communities. I've had a lot of interest from girls about this type of event, said Ryle. People are really put off by being totally naked, but love the idea of dressing up. And talking about sex and fetishes is such a taboo, especially kinky stuff, so an event like this brings like-minded people together at an entry level. At my naked dating events, people are turning up in outfits anyway. This one guy wore boots and a trench coat and brought his own blindfold. Prick. Uh, (laughs) Uh, Come dressed in kinky PVC or leather outfits, themed nurses, uniforms or latex. All themes are welcome. Uh, or if you'd uh, prefer to be au naturel, nudity is also accepted. On each table you will find toys to play with, such as whips, dog collars, paddles and blindfolds. Uh, but keep your hands to yourself. Ryle is very clear on that. No touching or sexual activity of any kind is allowed. Um, you put the, the, you're putting the speech marks in the wrong places. It's not... Uh, <laughs> The event will launch at the end of November and will and will be held at the exhibit in Ballam. More information to follow on the Dayton Dash website very soon. Uh, yeah, I'll keep you updated on that. Uh, <laughs> I tried naked speed dating and it was actually pretty amazing. This is presumably going to be, uh, yep, yeah, same lass. This week, in the name of journalism, I was sat stark naked in a private room in the exhibit in Ballam. Shit's going off in the exhibit, basically. I don't know whether or not they're just like right in puff pieces for this one place but or whether or not it's just you know coincidence i was there alongside 30 other single men and women all with their bits boobs and balls hanging out not my normal thursday night no this wasn't the annual meeting of london's unofficial nudist club but the uk's first naked speed dating event brought to you by the 33 year old founder founder of dating a dash rob ryle um they're all wearing um like uh what are they called things you wear around the house dressing gowns in the pictures uh, for me naked speed dating is just a really quirky and fun way to meet people and i can turn a pound note out of it <laughs> cool the idea came from the popular tv show naked attraction where people stare at each other's junk and then decide to go out on a date it's kind of weird but weirdly you can't look away i've been doing speed dating for seven years and we've had great success with it but physical attraction is so important it's the basis of any relationship. People coming to this event are very similar. They're quite happy to get their junk out and not really worry too much about the smell. <laughs> right. um, they have similar interests and similar outlook on life. They tend to be very confident. To book a naked, naked speed dating event, you really need to be proud of your body or at least somewhat out of your mind. <laughs> the demand for mail tickets was incredible. <laughs> it was the fastest selling speed date I've ever done. Tickets sold out in a week. Generally, it's the other way around. You struggle to get the guys in. Uh, but let <laughs> oh god I'm oh yeah see look some are, yeah there's not all of them are completely naked some of them he's, he's got a dressing gown on some other lass she's in just in her um uh 
uh, underwear. I think it should be fully naked. And I think everyone should be greased up. <laughs> I think it should be greased up or covered in some sort of food stuff. I don't know, Nutella or jam or uh, golden syrup. Uh, there should be a lot of flies in there <laughs> trying to feast off the jam, off the jam-smeared naked bodies or the greased-up jam-smeared naked uh, bodies of naked, naked London uh, Ballam-dwelling hipsters all paying probably £50 a ticket to go and rub themselves and get STDs. No bangers allowed because that's technically clothing. Um, oh, no, no, they are actually get, they, they get, they're letting it all hang out. I guess there's the drinks, uh, the drinks kick in. <sighs> anyway, what have we got in the list? Mm, Play It Cool by Lurch. Oh, yeah, this is a bit of fun, this. Oh shit, Mr. Merck in the chat. I tried speed dating, but there was no speed involved, so I got scammed. Someone's made, uh, you know, the Microsoft paperclip uh, that was that would come and basically piss you off while you're trying to write a Word document. Someone's made it as an Ableton Live uh, Max for Live plugin, so it's just going to pop up and be like, "Hey, it sounds like your snare drum's complete shite. Would you like us to download you some samples?" <laughs> oh, it sounds like you're trying to make jump up. Would you like us to call the Samaritans? <laughs> Are you having a breakdown? <laughs> oh god, the mean potential of this is going to be incredible.
That's Play It Cool by Lurch. That's a lot of fun, that record. I like it. I'd like to listen to it while drinking a cool margarita by the poolside with my good old sex robot gal lying next to me and my ghoulish side gal ghost on the other side. Just honking on my Johnson. Mm-hmm. Quick reminder, you can get Coffee and Memes as a podcast now. Just go to whatever your podcast app is of choice and type in Coffee and Memes and it'll come right up. Uh, If you're more of a click the link kind of guy or gal, then there is a link to it in the YouTube description or um, on the threshold.fm website. Lurch, play it cool. That's a nice, uh, nice jam there. A uh, woman, 23, removes her belly button and gives it to boyfriend as present. Who says romance is dead? Oh, fucking hell. What's going on down here? Bloody... Ugh, some shit going on. Jesus. Uh, warning, graphic images. Body modification fanatic Paulina Casillas uh, Landeros underwent the painful surgery to dehumanise herself in a symbolic way but she now regrets it. Yep, doesn't surprise me. 23-year-old removed her belly button and gave it to her ex-boyfriend as a present. Um, uh, She's undergone numerous surgeries, such as the back corset, which involves piercings on either side of the spine and a split tongue. She later decided to remove her belly button as it's what makes us human before giving it as a present to her boyfriend, Daniel Ramirez, in 2015. Uh, But following the removal three years ago, she says she ultimately regrets her decision, describing it as reckless and impulsive. Shut them down, boys. Shut them down. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's healed up remarkably well, I will say. Um, and then she sort of had it tattooed over. It looks fucking gross, though. She's got it in like a little sort of sterilised bag thing, and it's brown. It's it's not doesn't look like skin. It doesn't look how I imagine she wanted it to look, like a little thing you might have a lot of sort of key fob. Like a sort of felty, leathery key fob that you could just run between your fingers in your pockets, perhaps when you were feeling like a sort of fleshy fidget spinner, in a way. And uh, she did it as a sort of positive thing, rather the um, I'll you know I'll cut the long story short here. Uh, she still quite likes him and was like, you know, I know we're not together anymore and that, but like you done helped me out with it. you, you helped me out with a load of stuff, didn't you? You know, you're a good gazer and that, and uh, like cheers and stuff. And because like your belly button is what makes you human. I mean, are there any are humans the only creature animal on that has an umbilical cord? Are there other species that have umbilical cords? Don't know. That's why I need a little bloody uh, young Jamie to pull that shit up. Ain't got one though. Ain't got the ain't got the cash. Uh, and so she's cut hers out. I mean, it's it's a little bit um, Vincent Van Gogh, isn't it? I mean, although it's you don't actually have any further use for your belly button after you've after you've been born. It's like cutting your ear off. Um, yeah, I want to dehumanize myself in a symbolic way. I wanted to do something controversial. I underwent an operation done by a professional, but he gave me very bad advice on how to take care. Of the trauma, so it got infected. I was suffering. I spent days in bed as if I were quarantined. I couldn't stretch, push, or stand or laugh. It gradually healed by itself, but not a hundred percent. It will never close entirely. I don't know. It's, 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 all right. Ah, oh, it's gross though. It's real gross. That much is true. Anyway, bizarre lipstick-shaped sex toy actually talks back to you. Vibees's smart lipstick vibrator aims to get you in the mood by talking to you in sultry tones. Right, eh? Sexy talk in the bedroom can be hit or miss, but now vibrators want to get in on the action. Vibees has developed a lipstick-shaped sex toy pow- powered by artificial intelligence. It says artificial intelligence. This is always the bloody... <sighs> I think the term artificial intelligence is banded round a lot with these things like the bloody the one that sucks you off and then the the sex dolls and the ears oh it's using artificial intelligence it's like it's more complicated than that no it's just like it's just giving some stock answers when it hears stuff it's it's not intelligent 
It's very narrow band AI, if, if, if AI at all. Lobsters. Uh, so it can actually chat to you with a creepy British accent while you're getting intimate. Nothing creepy about the British accent. That's basically racist. Uh, it works by asking you questions like, do you, do you want a massage? Oh, no, it's like passive-aggressive Peter from Rankin Radio. Um, that's probably how Richard Park, not Richard Hartley Parkinson, Rob Wah talks. Do you want a massage? Don't worry, I'm a male feminist. Um, and letting you, <laughs> who would you trust more, like, to take your girlfriend, a drunk girlfriend of yours home? Like, biker gang, um, some uh, fighters, or a guy wearing a t-shirt that said, trust me, I'm a male feminist. <laughs> um, we're not sure whether we're impressed or weirded out by this bizarre invention. It says things like, your hair looks fantastic. Have you seen how fat your sister's got recently? Vibe <laughs> says his smart listic will bring your fantasies to life. It says, I earn a six-figure salary. I'm emotionally available. <laughs> I want to help smash the patriarchy as well. Uh, it's designed to look like a lipstick, but to be discreet. So no embarrassing explaining to do if someone comes across it. Um, the idea is that it's easy to use as your voice controls how hard or soft the vibrations are, uh, which means no fiddling with controls that could be a distraction. <laughs> so you could just be like, harder, harder, choke me, daddy. <laughs> uh, the, as well as making sexy conversation with you, the vibrator syncs up with your favorite audio book <laughs> to your smartphone. So you can listen to steamy chapters from Fifty Shades of Grey while the intensity of vibration adjusts with what happens in the book. Partners can also get in, in on the action even if they're far away. Uh, using a remote control touch function on the app, your partners can send vibrations to you. Perfect for a long-distance relationship. A private messaging system allows you to communicate privately right on the app so you can send each other naughty messages too. This, I wonder if this is the same lot that got um, that got hacked and they found that there was a, just a wide open back door and that also you could just like turn other people's vibrators on at the same time. It's just a sort of, I don't know. I, 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 oh, it's terrifying, truly terrifying. Um, right, look, guys, come on, seriously, what else have we got? <laughs> the NHS revealed 20 most painful health conditions that you can suffer from. Uh, n- number one, being separated from your homies for an evening. Wow. Hey, we'll get into that tomorrow, actually. I've, um, I haven't, haven't done the research. Uh, okay, uh, this is Pixelated by Des McMahon. Played this last week. I like it, though. I think it's on Virus, is it? Yeah, it's on Vi- Viper. Sorry, not Virus. Enough loud.
also worth a mention that these fine Rankins Records t-shirts are now available on the Threshold.fm store. Show your support for the best drum and bass on flat earth. Front and back print. 25 notes. Free delivery worldwide. That's pixelated by Des McMahone. It's on Viper. It's a cool record, though. I like that. I'm uh, hashtag into it. Okay. Um, Jade Thurwall, Thurlwall Shades Cardi B, after the rapper claimed Little Mix hit wasn't originally meant for Nicki Minaj. <laughs> I fucking no idea what any of this means. Cardi B may think she was meant for the Little, Bi- Little Mix collab. But Jade Thurwall thinks not. The Little Mix singers sided with Queen Nicki Minaj on Monday night as the rappers feud with Cardi, Cardi the B escalated on Instagram. The girls screen grabbed a chat timestamped July 24th that appeared to prove they went to Nicki with the song first, not Cardi B. Uh, we just want to clarify, they wrote, Nicki was approached first uh, for she is the Minaj. And we love the Madge, Minaj, uh, and the Vag. Bring your own Vag. They added, sorry, Cardi Hun, but this is the T. We've always wanted that queen. No shade. What the fuck does any of this mean? Uh, Bitch Jade from Little Mix said, not on my watch. What is... These people are speaking another language. This is... Is this just sort of millennial girls speak? Some sort of rapper speak? Little Mix aren't rappers. They're, uh, they're, I, I, I don't understand. Am I just now that old guy? I mean, I, this isn't meant for me. I appreciate this. I'm not their target demographic. It's not, you know, it's not my domain. Um, you know, I'm here for the Amen Rollers. This, I'm not here for the card, whatever a Cardi B might be, uh, or a Menage. Maybe a Menage a trois with a ghost and a sex robot. It's possible. That's the ultimate dream, really, isn't it? A menage a trois with a sex robot and a, and a side ghoul. Uh, someone in the chat um, earlier did ask whether or not they were going to make sex sex robots for ghosts. Um, Nikki was responding to a video Cardi posted online in which she claims the rap on Woman Like Me was originally meant for her, but she turned it down. <sighs> An IG account for Jade that Queen Nikki herself follows, liked the rapper's clapback and said, stop trying to distract everyone from the fact you lied about Ra beating your head in. I just, no idea. I, there's Nikki Minaj, a picture of her hair. She, she looks like, um, I don't even know. I don't understand any of this. It's too much for me. Um, I just, I can't. Can't can't deal with it. I'm too old, I think. It's got to this point. Someone called me middle-aged in the chat for Rankin's Records last Thursday. They're like, so nice to see a middle-aged man really enjoying his drum and bass. <laughs> like, yeah, thanks. I'm only 34. Uh, right, look, I play this salary man track. Okay, he's, uh, he's an accountant. He's doing the um, PAYE. It's just getting the accounts done, basically, making sure everyone's paid on time. And good, that's, you know, someone's got to do it. Good for him. And he also makes tunes. Decent. You've got to have a side hustle, haven't you? It's important. You've got to have a plan B.
Wow, and Diamond called a big fat cunt by Fewer live on the Jeremy Vine show. Shit, man. Stephen King sells film rights to short story uh, to Welsh GCSE students for 77p. <laughs> Decent. Money well spent. Uh, Nocturnal Stories VIP by Salary Man. It's on program. That's fine. No issues there. Right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the end of another show. I will be back tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Tell your mum, tell your stepdad, tell your social worker, tell your grand's best mate. She's only got a few years left to live. She might as well listen. She might as well. Remember, you can get the Coffee and Memes podcast on iTunes now. Just go to your app of choice, search uh, Coffee and Memes. That shit will come right up. If you want to support the show, we're on Patreon. You can buy a bit of merch. Just go to the Threshold.fm store. Or you can send me nudes. That's fine. No problems there. Totally up to you. All nudes will be treated in the strictest of confidence. In accordance with GDPR. Paulie De Pimp, uh, the new G-Cent of the uh, enormous phallus MS paint drawn onto a penguin. I'm not sure I consider them nudes. Also, just posting the uh, Spotify playlist link into the chat window there. Uh, you can you can get... I've, I've made a Spotify playlist of all the songs that are played on... All the, all the drum and bass songs, all the hip-hop songs. Uh, all the music records that play on the show and you can follow it on Spotify they're all on there it's easier than me doing a fucking track listing every week god knows I don't have the time for that I'm too busy and important too just important lobster Lobsters. business right ladies and gems I will see you tomorrow morning at 10am spread the word of coffee and memes um, 
and, you know, just get it done. Just get it goddamn done. Right? I love you all. Take it easy. Goodbye.